Hi again, it's Josh. The episode you're about to hear is taken from a way overly self-indulgent Ask Me Anything that I did over Discord with fellow cast members Martin Taylor and Raymond Duke back in October 2020 for our patrons. We'll be doing more of these in the future with other members of the cast, so if you'd like to participate in the next one and ask your own questions, and also get the full uncut version of this episode, you can become a patron of the show by following the link in the episode description. Enjoy. Hello! Yes, this is the first um, SCP Foundation database Q&A session for our patrons. So, uh, how were you, your days, Marty and Raymond? First of all, this is Martin. Hello. And this is Raymond. Hello. How were your days? Uh, well, my day was lovely. Um, we both got to work. Um, yay. (laughs) We've, uh, been able to get some work in a warehouse, um, and, uh, after putting lenses, uh, together and then taking them apart and cleaning them all day, I got to watch Raymond fall asleep on a bench, uh, <laughs> in the smoking patio outside. So that was lovely. Yeah. Awesome. I definitely did not injure my back, uh, trying to get up from that, um, because I'm <laughs> like 80 years old, apparently. You, you work in a warehouse and you injured your back getting up from a nap? Yes. It's it's a miracle. It's very it's but... a very common injury, um, standing up. Yes, especially after lying prone for forty minutes, something like that. So, um, let's start by well, why don't you guys tell me uh, what roles you've done so far, so people can refamiliarize themselves with your body of work i guess <laughs> body of work um i'll i'll jump first i'm gonna be honest i don't, I don't uh, always remember um some of the ones i've done i know that i had um, a small part in the very famous plague doctor episode which was wonderful uh i was an interviewer and i was hmm, we'll see about that but uh <laughs> i i have loved the joke episode uh, i want to say it was one of the first if not the first joke episode um, where the dude just keeps showing up at random places, and oh, yeah. I uh, uh, Jeff, Jeff, yes, and I got to uh, be some like high ranking military commander and get really perturbed by him every time that he showed up. <laughs> I love that one, that's one of my favorite ones. I suppose I've also done was it an SCP tale where I was on the moon and crying yes. about a lawnmower? Yeah, uh, that, <laughs> I think that's the, the only man. like serious one i've done and when i when i when i get roles i like them to be really really stupid or really serious yes you have done um i actually have your list up right now so you have done um uh red ice was your first episode right i uh i ended up recording lines for that i believe um not on my honeymoon but on a getaway with my wife (laughs) You're amazing, by the way. I really appreciate that, and I, I doubt she minded. No, she was fine. I mean, she she would have done the same thing if you had sent her a script. So, um, you've also uh, what's one of the Jeff? Yes, Plague Doctor. You mentioned another joke episode you did was the collection where you just get shot at. 
um, a bunch. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that one. Yes, I'm gonna <laughs> have to listen to that on the way to work tomorrow. And uh, passive aggressive meteorite with uh, <laughs> and um, Tubioka. That's right. Uh, Devourer of souls, consumer of secrets, lord of munchies with Toby. Yeah. And uh, Raymond, what have you been in? Uh, hello. Um, this is mainly just a test to see if you can remember. <laughs> uh, I definitely went back and uh, looked at some of the ones that I was in, so I studied, I guess. Uh, I know the first one that I did uh, was Proboscis Engineers, uh, which was 039. Uh, mm-hmm. I was Actually, a... you were in one before that. Was I? Damn um, it. Oh. Yeah, it was just one short little um, uh, researcher's note in Colors of Control. Oh, that is right. I did forget about that. Oh, man, I flunked. Uh, you were also in After School Retention. <laughs> you oh, interviewed God, the, uh, the teacher. Yes. Yep. Yes, I did. Uh, and that's been, I think, the majority of my roles um, as an SCP interviewer, uh, just kind of like a plain clothes agent who goes around and, well, tell me about, you know, what you what you saw weird here today. Uh, <laughs> that has been... Uh, most of my roles, uh, but Proboscis Engineers was one I know where I was uh, f- basically a found footage uh, kind of scientist who had engineered mm-hmm. those weird monkey workers. Uh, so I actually pretty... really like that one. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so I think that was like my first uh, like real like, character role, um, which I know I don't have a ton of those. You got to be devoured by a dark form. Uh, I did. And that is, uh, I was going to say that one was my favorite role that I've done so far. Zero eight zero. Really kind of got to bust out the acting chops a little bit. Mm-hmm. You did great on that one. Thank you. So, um, Brittany asks for both of you, um, thinking about voice acting as performance, what other kinds of theatrical endeavors have you pursued over the years, and what draws you to performance? getting real um inside the actor's studio here oh boy <laughs> raymond do you want to start or do you want to yeah wanna... so um i am a very avid uh dungeons and dragons player uh a lot of my um uh, acting kind of uh repertoire comes from uh just kind of letting myself be uh, a role uh, in those games and just role playing, uh, that that's really my only experience uh, into uh, theater and acting. Uh, this is kind of like a new new territory for me, uh, other than uh, yeah, other than role playing. Uh, but I've I've role played for many many years. Uh, I mean, more than twenty really at this point. We're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> we are. I remember when I used to be the baby of the group. Uh, mm, well, you sort of still are. You're just like in your late <laughs> 20s. So I am almost 30, if that makes you feel old. Oh, yes. <laughs> How about you, Marty? Um, so I was in a play um, that Brittany directed in college. I decided to do that, uh, to be in this play, um, that I think either began performances, 
I want to say began performances 10 days before my um, senior composition recital because I'm a smart oh, that's man. Right. And <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to look at the chat right now. Um, I, God, the, like, I always thought, you know, I can, I can kind of act. I did church plays. Um, I was in like a few little things here and there. I did like some opera at, uh, at college, obviously never singing because no one wanted that. And, uh, that was, I think that was the first time that I had like real feedback from a director and it made a lot of sense. Um, I, like Raymond, have done a, a ton of role-playing, uh, have been playing uh, role-playing games, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, 7th C, pretty consistently for about 15 years, 16, 17, somewhere in there. Uh, let's just say 50 years now. <laughs> um, I think what really uh, draws me to it is, like, I have just a crippling desire to be the center of attention sometimes. <sighs> And I think that's one of the reasons that I, I generally run games instead of uh, in, instead of playing in games. I am usually the forever GM um, because I get to talk more. And I am so sorry for everyone else in my friend group, but I have at least made peace with that. And I sure hope you have too. Uh, Marty, Raymond, and I have actually uh, played quite a lot of gaming together. The first my very first introduction to uh, gaming was in a tabletop RPG called Seventh Sea um, with Marty GMing back in 2007 or 8? Sounds about that, right. That would have been before 2008, because that was before I met you guys. Yeah. Good lord. And then Raymond eventually came into that same campaign. Well, yeah, the first, the very first time it was like a one-shot, and then once we got started into an actual campaign, Raymond came in like in the later seasons of that. Um, that was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> uh, Spira asks, what was your favorite episode to listen to? And what was your favorite character to play? I, I think, you know, my answer to this one, um, as do most of the people in the cast, cause I keep talking about it. Uh, brother's mm. bride was just so amazing. I listened to that one. Um, I, I used to listen to a lot of them at work, and then for some reason, I'm not sure why. Uh, obviously, Brittany's amazing in it; uh, she always is. Uh, but just something about like the story and all of the like backstory that kind of comes in there, and you start thinking about who all these like kind of hinted to, but really unnamed people are. Um, and it just captured so much of my imagination. I listened to that one twice that day, and I think I've listened to that one at least five times. Um, I, oh, um, favorite character, <laughs> I, I think was probably the, probably the military commander in Jeff. Um, I, I do <laughs> yeah. prefer silly roles. Uh, I had a lot of fun screaming, damn it. And what in the hell and all that good stuff. Just, um, fun times. Very glad I don't have very close neighbors now that we're doing this. <laughs> Raymond. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I kind of. I already spoke earlier, um, but my favorite character that I played was uh, the, I believe he was a D subject uh, mm -hmm. in SCP-080, uh, which was sort of uh, one of my very few like long form uh, acting 
roles. Uh, that's definitely kind of ones I want to do more uh, in the future. As far as, like, some of the episodes that, um, like, I've really enjoyed, um, so I think kind of uh, 8-7 was the stairwell. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that one was absolutely spectacular. Um, just, you know, great acting skills, like, across the board. Uh, just you know, really cool idea as well. Um, and then, uh, oh, I just had it in my mind. It's gone. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so happy with how um zero eight seven. Um, I, I I think it turned out really turned well. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had been. Sorry, Go ahead. I remembered. <laughs> the the <laughs> Hall- the last Halloween episode we did the oh yeah the House yeah. of Darkness that one. Um, Fuck. Sorry, yeah. I just remembered. I meant to send out a script today, and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um add that to my to-do list um yeah i'm really happy with how um zero eight seven turned out uh because i had been worried about that one since the podcast well i'd been looking forward to that one since the podcast started (laughs) because that's like one of the very first ones that i read as it usually is because it's one of the most popular um and then with everything else going on in my life and then just stressing out about that and a number of other things i ended up pushing it back like eight weeks uh sorry about that guys um <laughs> but I'm, I'm really i'm really happy with how it ended up um turning out i i'm sure that um as a patron myself uh i i would like to think that i speak for a lot of the others when i say that i would rather an episode come out you know a, a bit later than for you to rush it because um, I'll, I'll obviously jump in with everyone else and uh, eight seven was so good like the because you and I met in college you know we both have a musical background and I mm. know your you know your talent as a musician as a composer as a vocalist and you are um, quite a gifted actor um, you're really pretty but and also like where did this Foley artistry come from because like it's so impressive (laughs) like i am blown away with how like professional and how great this all sounds and i i could honestly never um put forward something like that high quality um like sound wise it's it's mind-blowing thank you i appreciate that yeah recording the fully work for 087 was fucking awful because it was just me running up and down a flight of stairs like <laughs> 10 times and it oh was, yeah i literally yeah. could never do that then no yeah, i that was no i don't want to do that again <laughs> um as far as me um i'm trying to think what my favorite episode to listen to is um i do like um last year's halloween episode um passive aggressive meteorite mainly just for the mainly the only thing i go back and listen to is the audio logs um because i don't want to listen to myself talk (laughs) like that yeah mainly because pretty much everyone on the voice cast i've been friends with for a long time so i don't like listening to them like screaming in agony so i tend to avoid listening to those episodes multiple times um but yeah uh I think Brother's Bride is definitely up there. Um, and uh, 
after school retention I'm still really proud of um and I love going and back and listening to that one even though it's the longest one um as far as my favorite character to play oh, definitely not the database I am <laughs> looking at, like uh I don't hate it um it's just I'm trying to uh I want to grab roles um that I think I could actually do well and uh without it being too confusing with like that's the thing I have to pick roles where I can do some kind of voice so that there's a very clear distinction between the database speaking and the character so I, every role that I know that I can do that on I'm I'm grabbing for myself because I'm desperate to do something else you know um, I loved <laughs> Dada was a lot of fun um, <laughs> and uh, what what else have I done? Jesus. You've done uh, the Plague Doctor. You did both the regular Plague Doctor and the joke Plague Doctor, which was absolutely <laughs> that hysterical. Was fun. That um, was so much Raymond fun. Raymond and I listened to the, the joke Plague Doctor on the way home from work one day, and you put our lives in <laughs> serious danger. I was crying, laughing, trying to drive on the interstate. Um this, I was going to say this is the desired outcome <laughs> by what you mean dying laughing not on the interstate <laughs> not actually literally dying um, um, I know the you've... podcast itself is a Euclid class <laughs> you you also did Abel which I think is like one of the oh, really influential yeah. CP characters yeah it's one of my least favorite <laughs> I don't like Abel at all like that, that SCP is one of my of the of the really popular SCPs, that's probably one of my least favorite. Yeah. I think Kane is a lot more interesting. I know I wish Kane had uh, extensive documentation in the same way that Abel has. I think I think it deserves it. Um, I'm sure there's some like uh, SCP tales with Kane in it. I'm sure there's quite, actually quite a few that I just haven't read, um, and we may need to look into those. Actually, now that I think about it, how did you all come across the SCP. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to jump in, but I believe you skipped a very important question um, oh, from Brittany, um, who <laughs> asked why the hell I agreed to do this. Oh, <laughs> um, and I have a very short answer, which is: um, please see my previous comment about always wanting to be the person talking. <laughs> That's all. But you do it so well, Marty. So oh, you might as well you. do something with it. My voice cracks all the time, like I'm going through puberty again. I actually don't, but I appreciate Same. it nonetheless. Um, so Toby asks, how did you all come across the SCP Foundation in the first place? And did you know about it before the podcast? Uh, Raymond, jump on that. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't really ever like really big into the community. Um, but I, I definitely, uh, read several of the articles and at one point even tried to, uh, write my own, but that didn't go very well. Um, but I, I remember finding out um, or discovering the SCP Foundation uh, back when they were just starting Series 3, uh, which are the SCP-2000s. Uh, like, they had just started uh, allocating some of those numbers out. Um, so I don't know exactly when that was, but that was several years ago at this point. Um, I couldn't tell you how... I originally found it. Um, I like uh, sort of like weird, occultish, um, spooky things. Uh, so I kind of dig around for that kind of media 
a lot of the times, and I probably saw it recommended by someone else, so I checked it out, and uh, I've kind of been touch and go with it over the years, like, I'll come back and read, and then kind of move move on a little bit, but yeah. Marty? I don't remember exactly how I came across it. I did know of it before the podcast and had read a few. Um, I'm not quite as big on um, spoopy things as a lot of my friend group are. Um, I can't watch scary movies. Um, I say it's because I find them boring, but I'm just scared. Um, <laughs> I I think some of them are very, very fascinating. I, I do love the paranormal aspect. I love the things that aren't answered about them. Um, and I think it's a, it's a very interesting idea. So I think I read a bunch of them when I first uh, came around them or when somebody mentioned them on the internet. And then I, I think like Raymond, I was touch and go probably a lot more go though. Um, but I, I want to say like once a year, I'd, I'd stroll through it and read a few more, um, this the the podcast has definitely made me think about them a lot more i i'm still not an avid reader of them by any um by any means but i i do sometimes like go back and read the ones that that josh has done and i i i find that i like listening to them far more than i like just reading them hmm. yeah i um i'm pretty sure it was 2010 when I uh, was introduced to him, um, a friend of ours who's not really a friend of ours anymore. Um, uh, I was living with him at the time um, is actually the one that introduced me to them. So I'm not thankful to him for much, but um, <laughs> um, the place to stay and the uh, um, introducing me to this, uh, I, I'm definitely thankful for that. Um, and Actually, one of the first ones was 087, like I said. Mm. Um, and obviously, I did know about it before the podcast because... Um, <laughs> that made it you really did no. <laughs> <laughs> Start recording. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> um, Romeo asks, what type of equipment do y'all use? And what do you use to record? I have... Um, I, I can definitely tell you that I use a Samsung C01U USB studio condenser mic. And I can say that because it says that on it right here. Um, <laughs> I have that going into the USB port of a laptop and I record on Audacity. Only the finest from my friend Josh. Yeah, very similar for me. Uh, I have a different microphone, uh, a Tenor TC777. Uh, but I also uh, record into Audacity. Yeah, I don't think either of us have ever really used anything else. Uh, I have used um, my phone a couple of times. I know for... Uh, yes, yes, I have uh, as well. One of the joke yeah. episodes he requested that I use my phone, uh, like the voice memo on it to get a certain kind of quality. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's mostly um, a, a stand-up microphone that we have. I think we have like three <laughs> in our house. <laughs> yeah, we need, especially since there's three of you in that one house, we definitely need to replace that mic um, or upgrade. It's not a bad mic by any no, means. No, but, I think it sounds um, great. Yeah, it sounds fine. But um, just games. since we'd be taking care of three people at once, I think that's a great place to 
uh, go next. Um, I am using a uh, Shure SM7B, which is um, pretty standard for podcasting. Um, and I am using Audacity because thankfully on that front, we don't do anything so complicated that we would need to shell out hundreds of dollars for like Pro Tools or anything like that. Audacity does quite a lot. And I realized um, I realized halfway through the podcast that I was using a seven-year-old version of it. Uh, nice. And then finally upgraded <laughs> um, and didn't notice much of a difference. It's, it's, a, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's Audacity. It's a fairly solid program, yeah. yeah. Andrew asks, of the SEPs you've read, what has been your least favorite? Hmm. What a good question. Yeah. Abel is up there. Um, <laughs> um, definitely of the most popular ones, um, Abel is probably my least favorite. Um, of the smaller ones, how about either of you while I'm thinking? Uh, no, I kind of... Out of the ones that like I've been a part in recording, um, I know we had uh, some technical difficulties uh, with the Abel episode. Um, but as far as like other SCPs, like maybe that we haven't recorded or that, um, I've just kind of like read over the years, I think there's uh, a few of them that are just kind of not very interesting. Um, yeah, that, that's mainly the, the sorts of things that come to mind for me. Yeah. Cause, uh, over the years, I mean, you know, this SCPs have been written for like quite a while now, uh, probably close to 20 years. Um, and I think like with each new series there, or even like kind of within those series, there, there are different stylistic changes, uh, as kind of like the goals of the SCP community kind of changes and like their interests mm -hmm. change. Uh, so like a lot of the lower numbers, um, not all of them, but, uh, a lot of them are just kind of like magic items. Uh, and it's like, Oh, look, it's this, mm -hmm weird cursed thing that does something and it's spoopy <laughs> uh and I, I just i think those are very uh uninteresting i actually do have an answer to this one which surprises okay. myself even <laughs> uh and that is scp 018 uh the super bouncy ball um because you know, it, like well it just reminded me so much of uh there's an episode of batman the animated series wherein <laughs> no toy master or somebody <laughs> like legitimately uses this exact thing um it, i mean it's 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 all right i don't think that i've outright hated any of them or just like pointed to one and said oh yeah that's not my favorite but i think this is the only one that i've listened to uh that it kind of took me out because i'm like this is an episode of batman <laughs> so it's not it's not that i that i just really dislike it it's just that i can't take it seriously i guess because i don't know toy man there's uh zero one seven is for me is just kind of boring um like the ones i'm thinking of are basically the ones i'm we've done because they're the ones i know the best um uh yeah that one a lot of people don't like the older um law foundation stuff where it's all like dr bright and dr kondraki and all of them doing weird but uh like uh zero Five zero to the cleverest. That one is. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, you were in that one. Yes, I was. Um, 
because I think I did it's it dumb, very but it's, silly. It's funny. <laughs> Ask me to tone it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that like I I still enjoy some of uh, those. Um, there's a lot more that have survived in the um, and are still liked when they're joke episodes. Um, but yeah, um, not so much in the main series. Um, what is your favorite SCP to turn it around? Uh, so not this is obviously not necessarily one you've been in. Uh, yeah. So zero zero two, uh, is one of the first ones that I remember, uh, reading, uh, which is the living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I, love the pun in that. I, I, yeah, and I, I think it's just like that right amount of creepy uh, that's just, you know, really kind of hits it home. Uh, there's mm-hmm. also one that we haven't done yet uh, and probably won't do for a while because I know it's in the 2000s, but I don't remember exactly which number it is. Um, but it's uh, it, it, it's an SCP that if you talk about it or write about it, it materializes and grabs you and takes you away somewhere. I think I'm really intrigued by oh. the idea of how the article is presented because is that the one that's just a diagram? Yes, as because the it article. Understand I love that one. Pictures, um, right? Uh, so it, it's like this this whole story of the SCP is being told uh, through yeah through diagrams and pictures. Uh, just a really cool concept, I think kind of one that has stuck in my mind for a long time because I know I, I first saw it like many years ago. Yes, Andrew, that is the one. Two, what is it? Two, five, two, one. Yep. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, I like the the cursed SCP number uh, 048. I thought that one was really <laughs> interesting. Um, I, li- I guess I like the ones that are a little Siri. A l- like a little silly or the ones that are complete annihilation is like 18 seconds away so i like <laughs> the dwarf star that's like i don't know eight feet underground and is about to kill us all that one's a good time um and i like the um the sentient civil war statue i thought that one was a lot of fun yeah i like i like the ones that have a really simple concept but are just presented really well um like uh 053 um the uh what's it called young girl young girl yeah 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 um where it's just a young girl but if you you're in the room with her for um longer than 10 minutes then people become rapidly uh irrational paranoid and or homicidal and it's it's a really short article um it implies a lot without going into detail um Another one, uh, very recent one, 089 Tophet. Like, if you had just told me the concept where you have to perform, like, a sacrifice to keep a disaster from happening every once in a while, it's like, like, that's not an interesting concept. But the way it's presented where it just gradually, or not even gradually, but just very suddenly towards the very end of the description gives you, oh, it's actually the sacrifice is like this a really baby and yeah. yeah and the person that has to do it is the child's mother it's like it just hits you um like those those are the the types of articles that i like yeah, uh, not that i like infanticide really or anything <laughs> give, going going by both of those articles um 
So I there, think there yeah. was so there's one other joke that I always do is whenever um, it's like object class um, Keter, I'm like, oh boy. Um, the the heart <laughs> of darkness zero uh, five eight. I loved specifically that um, just the weird speech trying to figure out what the heck it was saying in the background. Um, yeah, Ro- Romeo's really good at uh, episodes like that. Romeo's really good at screaming, and I've definitely <laughs> made use of him that way. Thank you, Romeo, for all of your screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo has asked, wait, what? Um, which was, we're talking about what a great screaming person you are, Romeo. Thank you for wailing in agony so yes. many times. I love how you went full Super Saiyan in um, uh, well, uh, Passive Aggressive Meteorite. Oh, before that. That was more than three minutes ago. I have no memory. <laughs> so... Do you guys have any questions for each other? You um, and Raymond? I think Disowned Book just came in um, oh. with, with the timely save. Um, <laughs> Thank Raymond, you. Raymond, do you want to jump on favorite movies? Because my answer, I'm sure, will be a lot quicker. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I am I quite like watching movies. Um, I think for a really long time, the answer to that was Pulp Fiction. Um, that has kind of shifted over the years. Uh I think right now my favorite movie is Knives Out, um, which is... I've been meaning to watch that. I keep hearing really so good things. It's so good. It's so well done. Uh, it's like on the nose and just kind of, at the same time, kind of like subversive to the genre. So it's just, it's really good. It's really well done. Uh, I also like uh, Parasite, uh, which is a Korean Another one I've been meaning to watch. Uh, movie. If you like horror, but you don't like necessarily like really awful horrible things uh parasite is a good uh choice it's uh, kind of like a thriller um and i went in blind to the movie um like not really knowing what it was about and i was not ready for it uh it was, it was a pretty intense ride uh I, I know I, Marty doesn't watch movies I, really yeah, the, the, <laughs> i've the joke is i've seen about six movies and liked about zero of them but um maybe parts of it have not necessarily aged well but it's a mad 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 world is oh yeah um it's it's about 19 and a half hours long but it's just <laughs> such this non-stop madcap insanity um and the entire thing is just too much um so that's that's great uh, monty python and the holy grail is I think probably the only Monty Python movie that I've really watched. Uh, my my mom introduced me to that one, and uh, again, maybe parts of that have not necessarily aged well, but it's mm. uh, that one had had me screaming, um, and for a while I was able to quote it. I'm glad that I can't anymore. There's <laughs> um, just a certain kind of person. I, I generally prefer oh, I think um, comedy or like stupid action. Like we did uh, as part of, you know, um, hey, everybody's quarantined, so why not? We did go through and finally watch all of the Marvel movies. Because um, those are movies that I actively wanted to see and still managed to not see them yet. So... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly, especially, like, for some reason, the last 10 years of my life, I haven't really sought out movies um, to watch 
like usually they just sort of happen in front of me um like basically i have a long list of movies that i need to see <laughs> that i want to see that people recommend and i keep adding them to a list and thinking no i'm de i definitely need to watch that at some point and then i don't um like um parasite like um it's a mad 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 world and um and like the weird thing is i don't really get into horror movies that much i honestly don't consume horror much at all which feels weird to say given this um <laughs> like i much i i like performing it and putting it together but i it's there's a certain kind of horror movie that like my horror tastes are very specific and so it's kept me from seeking things out because it's just too much trouble to sift through everything i certainly listen to people talk about movies a lot um but i don't really watch them like well i'm trying to think what the last movie i saw was it might have been the new jumanji movie like the the first oh. of the of the new series because oh, there's um, a new series yeah I, with I uh, the with the rock um <laughs> Um, but yeah, the only reason I watched it was because um, my stepdad was going to take my uh, stepsisters to go see, um, I can't remember which Star Wars movies was out at the time, but the sequel to the new Jumanji movies was coming out and um, one of my stepsisters did not want to go see Star Wars, she wanted to go see Jumanji, so I watched the first one so I could go with her and then it just never ended up happening, so I watched it for no reason. <laughs> nice. Uh, Amazing. Um so so yeah, I think I think that's the last movie I watched, and that was a while ago. Um, there was a question from Andrew uh, uh, that I'd love to jump on. Mm -hmm. um, if well, if I had to shift to a topic that wasn't SCP, um, I would probably nudge Josh into us talking about uh, weird bullshit in classical music. And uh, oh God. the infamous story of uh, Anton Bruckner and Beethoven's head. Um, <laughs> oh God. Tchaikovsky um, eating a letter he was supposed to deliver because he was nervous or trying to conduct and holding onto his chin because he felt like his head was going to fall off. Um, just very normal people, those uh, those composers. So, yeah, uh, I, I would do that. Um maybe professional wrestling um just obviously classical music professional wrestling hand in hand um yep. of course. i don't think i would do a D, D podcast because to me there's two kinds that i've seen there's hey listen to us play this game which i know some people get super into i cannot for the life of me watch and or listen to someone else play D. &D. Um, I, I managed to make it through a few episodes of like a, a, a much lesser known one than, you know, Critical Role. Um, and then the other one is we're going to talk about aspects of D&D, &D, which I'm like, Here okay, I'll listen to this. And then I'm like, oh, these are rules. And I, I already know the rules. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And it's like, oh, hey, we're going to like rank these rules, like which is the best. Oh, and you know, so let me tell God. you what the best uh, subclass for fighter is. Here, let me tell and you why, why the trickery cleric domain sucks. Oh, 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 it's, it's awful. Like it clearly so, doesn't. Actually, the life domain is what you wanted to take. Anyway, um, yes, disowned book. We are obviously we love D and D, uh, but I I don't think either <laughs> of us could want to actually talk about it. Yeah. 
like I'll talk about it. I just don't want to <laughs> sit there and produce, you know, regular content for a weekly hour long show or something because I would run out of things immediately and I'll be like, hey guys, how um how about them rogues, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would have no idea what to do. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm great if there's a script in front of me. Um, so anything that I did that wasn't this, it would need to have um, a script. If it was something that <laughs> I could write it, but it would be like you would get one episode every year. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing that I still want to do, and we might even like if we bring back the quarantinement series, we might do the first chapter of this just to see, gauge people's interest. Um, there's a blog on Tumblr that I follow called Normal Horoscopes, um, and they have a um, an ongoing story um, called Amber Skies. It's this um, dystopian, like it's it would fit this podcast really well. I think I think a lot of people who listen to SEP stuff would really like this. I think they're like 50 chapters in at this point, but they're like each chapter is pretty. Um, relatively self-contained. It's all one ongoing story, but I mean, like, none of the chapters are overly long, so it would, like, fit our format really well. Um, and I already have, unbeknownst to many of uh, our cast members, already have people cast in my head. Um, <laughs> and, like, I would love to do that. Um, yeah, that that's something that I would do if we shifted away from um, SCP stuff. Yeah, that was um, kind of where I was going to go with it. Just, like, doing something in an actual, like, long-form fiction format. Um, kind of like uh, Lime Town or The Black Tapes. Uh, just sort of mm-hmm. maybe, you know, keeping to that creepy supernatural. Uh, but here, instead of, like, this technical document, it's actually just... Uh, yeah, like a actual fiction, like people talking. Right. Or yeah, yeah. Something like that. We really need to do more SCP tales. <laughs> uh, I don't know why we don't. Um, that that's those are those those can be um, a lot more fun than um, and arguably easier to put together than uh, some of the audio logs we do. Um, how do you go about finding voice actors for certain episodes? Um, and do you feel content with the team you have, or are you looking for more voice actors? Um, I definitely have a, uh, a list of, like, different things that um, everyone on the voice cast can do or is especially good at. Um, I also try not to put uh, the same voice in two um, consecutive episodes, um, unless they're, like, doing a very different voice. Um yeah, we're not really looking for um, anyone else at the moment. We've got a uh, a pretty good spread. I'm, I'm I'm happy with the team as it stands. Um, yeah. Um, if you all could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? If Says, I could live uh, anywhere in the world, um, it would oh. be somewhere that does not have um, southeastern United States summers. Um, I would oh my God, actually yes. get um, a decent length of full, um, one that would preferably bring snow reliably at least a few times during the winter, mm-hmm. um, and one that was not 
Preferably one that um, was more out of the woods as far as the pandemic goes. Um, yeah, that, that would be that would be cool. Basically, one that was not, unfortunately they're not letting us go to those places. <laughs> one that was not facing current political situation. Um, mm. Yeah, I, th- I think those are, those are my three biggies. Um, you know, healthcare would be nice. Yeah, I, pretty much anywhere for me that is cold um, and has healthcare. So like. One of the Scandinavian countries or something. <laughs> so the think, SCP database is relocated. So I think to completely turn on both of your heads, uh, I <laughs> oh, would like God. to live somewhere where it was reasonably warm year-round. Uh, like, chilliest being 60 degrees. Uh, <laughs> I do not like the cold. Um, you do not. I do not. Uh, and then <laughs> um, I definitely will not be getting a Swedish accent, but... Uh, do a really bad borderline uh, offensive one so I won't love to live very far away from other people (laughs) maybe sort of in the woods by myself growing my own food I think occasionally getting scripts for a podcast (laughs) not having to worry about money ever sounds like yeah that's that's, that would be life I love the, uh, near the ocean, I would love to. Mm. Uh, yeah, be near the ocean. I wouldn't mind near the ocean. When I was in Chile uh, the last time, it was during the winter, and we went to. Um, <laughs> it's uh, my uh, my aunt works for the Central Bank of Chile down there, and um, they own this resort um, by the ocean because most of them are by the ocean because you can't really not be by the ocean in Chile. Um, but it was just these rundown cabins and uh, me and my cousins always referred to it as the last resort. But um, we went there in uh, in winter the last time and there was just nobody around. Like that's the sort of time I want to go to the beach is when it's, um, there's it's not super cold, but there's nobody around. Um, there's a, a cool breeze and it works for Chile because I would never go into the water anyway because even in the summer it's fucking freezing <laughs> um, what games do you guys play frequently is this disowned book 16 I feel like we've touched on one of them slightly <laughs> yes, uh, uh, we're all pretty big on Dungeons and Dragons uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely something that we do a lot uh, a lot of us are also very into uh, board games Uh, Before the pandemic started, we would have people over all the time, uh, just kind of play whatever new game that we got. Um, Yeah, video games. Oh, I saw a game. I saw a game, like, you you get all these advertisements on on Facebook, but I actually saw one advertised on Facebook that I really wanted to to buy for that. Um, I need to remember that. Um, We started playing um, Among Us recently. Oh, that's right. We did. That was a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Oh, and uh, we have to do the plug for Monster Prom. Yes. So at some point, um, we would like to do something like this again, but um, we'll be playing playing a game. We'll be playing uh, Monster Prom, Um, and... We'll dole out the characters, and we'll each do voices for everything, and I think it would just be a really fun time. Um, I'll, I'll jump in and also answer Andrew's question about favorite D&D or other tabletop character I've played. Um, the, the answer is very different depending on if I'm playing them as a GM or if I'm playing them as mm. a player. 
um, Nicolo Chacona, uh, the very young uh, lutenist composer, you know, very, very different than myself, um, was a character that I played for a very long time um, in a game run by uh, he who will not be named. But uh, the I th- I've had a ton of fun um, playing a character that is actually my avatar. Uh, drawn by the very, very oh, yeah. talented Brittany. Um, Jean Genois has shown up in a lot of 7th C campaigns. Um, but I've had a lot... I think I've just had a lot of fun with, like, really small um, NPCs that don't show up very often. Like, the stone giant who's a pacifist who loves just carving <laughs> uh, beautiful sunsets into the cliffside. Um, little little things like that, I think, is, is what I love about D D is letting players interact with those people. Sorry, Lutonist <laughs> yeah. slash composer. <laughs> Funny you should mention Lutonist. No, no, well, no, we won't get into We're that. not getting into that. No. No, no, no. <laughs> um so yeah, I've played a lot of different characters over the years. Um most of my role-playing experience is as characters or as a player rather than AGM. Uh, I am kind of starting to get more into the GMing aspect of it. Um but I do, I don't really think I have any particular favorites. Like, I love I love each and all of my children equally. Um, but there is, <laughs> uh, I, I'm kind of infamous for one of my characters that I've played a couple of times. A little gnome illusionist uh, named Body Knock, who has a little silly voice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> drop that voice on Marty, whatever I want. He hates it. It's fun. <laughs> um, what's my favorite? There's one character I keep coming back to, and then things keep happening. <laughs> like a global pandemic. <laughs> like the first time, um, it was for um, a Pathfinder campaign. It was a Pathfinder campaign. Phineas Monahan, who's uh, a human monk character that I've played a number of times. Um, the first time. Um, it was for a Pathfinder campaign that just sort of petered out and didn't end up going anywhere that Marty ran. Um, it was just, it became difficult for us all to meet. And then the second time was for another, uh, another friend of mine was GMing. He's like, oh, I'll pick up this character again so that I, I get to play him. And um, it just, the campaign ended, but it it just sort of ended suddenly and not, not in a very satisfying factory way and then um marty started another campaign it's like okay i'm playing this character again because i know um this is a reliable group of friends and it this is this is going to keep going it's it's not going to happen again and then there's a fucking global pandemic and we haven't met for that since um that's one of my favorite characters to play uh i think one of my more I've only done them in one shots so far, but I think my favorite character right now is, um, uh, what the fuck is his name? I've forgotten his name. Tetherin. Tetherin, uh, yeah. Yeah, he's a, a um, tiefling uh, ranger. Um, I was to say, can you hear the truck in the background? Yes, I did hear that. <laughs> it was very just farting, <laughs> farting down the street. Was not even the street in front of our house, but several streets over. Because Tennessee. <laughs> um, 
What's the worst weaknesses you've assigned oh, to characters? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> so Seventh C has a fun thing oh, called yeah. a hubris that you can give your character, which is a fatal flaw. Um, so my, uh, my, my character that I spoke of, Nicola Chicana, he had... Oh my god, I don't remember what it was, but I was I was very dead set in my beliefs, and I was willing to die on that hill and argue about it, regardless of if it was a proper place or time. Um, and that got activated while, uh, after um, a booked NPC disagreed with me, um, this booked NPC who is <laughs> supernatural, and the book states, when he hits you, and he will... He deals enough damage to either knock you out or kill you, GM's choice. So, um, yeah. Um, I never, uh, I'm trying to think if what, what of my 7th characters actually used, um, a hubris instead of a virtue. I, I think the worst weakness you've ever assigned was when you looked at me and you told me that you wanted to cry at the end of the game. <laughs> That's, yeah, meta weakness. Yeah, uh, you're 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 good at making characters cry, but like in a good way, <laughs> or um, players also cry. Also in I mean. bad ways. <laughs> oh, no, 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 we don't have time to go. We're into not those. answering that question. <laughs> because, I, her money. because I have written out the worst thing that Martin has ever done to a, a, a player, um, and, and it takes too long it's a to big, explain. Long story, but it's so I this, still it, think it's a three way tie. This might be one of them. I might have changed since we last talked about this, but uh, my the character I played in the first big campaign uh, was um, a uh, it was a composer slash violinist um, because I was copying Marty uh, unknowingly um, named Elliot Swift, um, and basically he got stuck in a time loop trying to. You can explain it better. Than uh, I can. He okay. he learned that this mysterious cloaked figure who had saved him several times and then died uh, saving his romantic interest was actually himself, but from the future, um, and realized that this person had left a journal um, detailing how he went back and how he jumped off of you know the tallest mountain in the world to prove to the universe that it was that important and he could go back. So um, things continue on from there and go very, very badly. And Mr. Elliot Swift is now alone. All of his friends are dead. Uh, he just had to kill one of his friends because she was very, very mean. And uh, he decided that he was also going to go and fix this by jumping off the mountain. Uh, when he gets there, the person that is around, uh, the not Dalai Lama, uh, invites him to write down his memories um, just as, you know, him from the future did. And so he writes down his story and puts it on the shelf and realizes there is another book, you know, next to it, which was him from the future. But the one next to that also looks familiar and he opens it up and it's his own handwriting. And there's 20 more copies. And then I asked Josh, do you still want to jump? And then Josh started crying. <laughs> um, um, it is 7.15 and we probably need to start wrapping it up because I know Raymond has uh, somewhere to be and I am starving so <laughs> also me 
So is there any last minute things anyone wants to talk about? We will, let's say we'll wrap up by 7.30 oh, at the latest. Let me tell you, my favorite food is sushi. And there is a really good sushi place <laughs> in my city and it's really expensive and they technically offer delivery. And oh my God, I want to eat it all the time, but I can't because I can't afford it. Sushi is my absolute favorite thing, but I love anything that is mostly carbs and bad for me. <laughs> yeah i definitely agree with that we're making lasagna mm. tonight and it's definitely when one of my favorites oh the next time we'll do something like this again uh, um that's a good question um like i said we might do the monster prom thing um that would have actually been a yes. really good thing to plan for halloween but i don't know if we're gonna be able to get things together oh, by then and fair. i think i actually have uh um a prior engagement like for that day. as do i oh, yeah. you know, that, <laughs> that kind of changes that okay never mind <laughs> um as far as the actual q a um i don't know maybe i was thinking maybe three or four times a year um just uh <laughs> if, if if we grow enough that there's um like significantly more patrons that we might do it more often um i just want to make sure that we always have things to talk about you know um are we going to put this out as an episode asks von bright um yes we are definitely going to edit it together for um for patrons as bonus content and we might also we might put it out on the main feed um much later like if things get really slow as they might getting toward um um 093 um then we might um put it out for everyone else to listen to then um, so you guys, so either way, patrons will get a, a sneak peek at it. Um, it might be pared down a bit, like s stuff that I think should be information that only patrons should be privy to that I'll edit out for that version. But, um, yeah, this will be available for anyone to, uh, any of our other patrons to listen to relatively soon. Um, so what do you, or do you guys have any, um, uh, Halloween plans? Yes. Um, I have a uh, Minecraft date. Um, we've got a spooky little house uh, going with a, a few pals and uh, my <laughs> stepdaughter. And then, uh, as is tradition, um, Halloween happens to fall on a Saturday <laughs> night and I will be playing D&D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually don't think I have any plans right now for Halloween. Kind Getting of... drunk on Reese's. I mean, pretty much. Uh, also, probably like actual alcohol, but um, I think with everything going on, I didn't want to make plans. Um, right. I mean, just because I know I can't go mm. out <laughs> and do them. Um, so it's just kind of like, yeah, I, I know I'm just going to stay home. Probably just going to watch spoopy movies. Spoopy, spoopy movies. <laughs> last, I, I don't usually do anything for Halloween. Like, the last time I did something for Halloween was. 2017 i yeah uh my partner at the time hadn't seen um young frankenstein yet so we watched that and nice. that's like the last time we did anything um last time i did anything for halloween i mean um it used to be i used to um actually when i was living at my last house um in high school and college my best friend at the time would we would I say it was a Halloween tradition. It happened two years in a row. Um, not really a tradition, but there was the, there's this very old um, road by my house that we would 
um, just take a walk. It was very, very dark, not very well lit at all. And it's just old houses and like a 200 year old, um, stone wall that was crumbled on one side, um, trees on either side with a canopy above. So it's just super dark. There's no moonlight or anything. And we would take a walk down there and, um, I would have my mom drop us off on one end and then we would walk back to my house from there. Um, and you know, freak each other out <laughs> as we went. Um, that was the last real Halloweeny thing that I've done besides trick or treating. Um, God damn it, Romeo! I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, downvote Romeo. <laughs> it has been a long time. For those of you um, not able to see the live chat, Romeo has just made everyone, and now all of you listening <laughs> at home. Lose the game. Just made them lose the game. Probably for the first time in 10 years. He's also very, very proud of himself. He is. And, uh, so on that note, I think we'll, we'll be uh, yeah, wrapping thanks, it up. Thanks for ending this, Romeo. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> until, yeah. uh, until you broke it. Glad to end on a high note. Uh, well, I mean, I think, you know, this was a great turnout. Um, you know, I like to you know, say thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. Uh, yes. This is a small production. Uh, literally every little bit uh, helps. Um, and yeah, we, you know, we love to do this uh, for you. Yeah, this, this podcast would not have gotten nearly as far as it has without all of you guys' help. I cannot thank you enough. Yeah, I, and I would, I, would, I would just like to say specifically to Von Bright, no... You're awesome. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's very. Uh, it's been you know really surprising to see how much uh, the podcast has grown. Um, you don't really know what to expect out of it. Um, yeah, like, uh, it's difficult to know across all of our platforms because not all of them have very good analytics. But on um, on Spotify, we just passed uh, thirty thousand followers. Ooh. So yeah. I there's no way I would have guessed that we would be where we are today um, when we first started. So, yeah, thank you so much. And on that note, I think we will call it a day. Thank you, Marty and Raymond, for course, joining me. Yeah. Thank it's you, Josh, for having us. Yeah. <laughs> if we do this again, we'll have um, two other members of the voice cast, um, and hopefully, we'll get through all of them so you can. Um, get a good introduction to them all. Um, and we will talk to you all next time. Tune Have a good one. Tune in later. Bye. <laughs> Spookums. <laughs>